What is up everybody? Welcome back to another episode. If you're a person that has lost a bit of weight but your body hasn't changed much, then this episode is for you. We're gonna go over the difference between weight loss and fat loss and how what you do affects your results. My name is Jack Graham. And I'm Mac Rikers, and together we are the In-Situ Collective. And we are here to teach you the habits and strategies to put your health and fitness first. And help you to feel amazing, increase your energy, gain confidence, and ultimately have a bigger impact. Yes, fat loss and weight loss. A lot of people tend to get these mixed up and sort of start chasing the wrong goal and end up very disheartened because they're not actually getting the results they want. So we want to go over, explain each one, explain what you do and how it actually affects weight loss or fat loss um, so you can actually be more informed to make the bet a better choice in goals. Yeah, your actions maybe. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Cool. Um, as always, if you get something out of this or you think somebody else might get something out of this, please give it a share, thumbs up, subscribe, hit a follow button somewhere, um, share it on your socials, help us reach a few more people. Um, we've actually been getting a lot of people watching and listening and reaching out and talking about the episodes, which is awesome. Yeah, it's so cool. Good to see you all listening and taking notes and interacting with it. Um, if you enjoy this, we've got the second show now on Fridays, so make sure you hit follow on Spotify so you don't miss those episodes. The Friday wrap-up where we just sort of talk about things that interest us and it's not so formal. Yeah, it's fun. It is. Um, cool. And if you want to know more, as always, head over to our website, insitucollective.com, where you can find out more. Yeah, cool. All right. Cool. Fat loss and weight loss. Let's get into it. I think that you should go first because I feel like exercise, movement, yep. plays the biggest part in distinguishing the two. Yeah. Cool. First off, I sort of want to talk a bit more about what is fat weight loss and what is fat loss. Yeah. So weight loss is literally weight. So a metric of... The numbers on the scales, I guess. Yeah. And fat loss is your body holding fat and losing fat is more um, measurement wise. So, you know, we store fat on our body and as our body gets rid of it and doesn't need it anymore, it shrinks. So that is size loss rather than weight loss. Yeah. I think just a lot of people mix those up and sometimes you can do both, but it's better to focus on one or the other. Um, I find as a coach, a lot of people want to lose weight or come in with a goal to lose weight, but yeah. generally they just want to lose size. So again, you can do different things, but I feel like the fitness industry or health and fitness industry have sort of combined the two to sell you more things. Yeah. And people are a bit more confused on what each one does or how you get each one. So we just want to sort of use this episode to clear it up to give you a better chance of getting better results. Yeah. Cool. So exercise. I'm not going to bang on too much about this because I feel like I talk about this a lot. Mm. But basically, weight loss will come from your higher intensity, short interval training. Okay. It uses a different energy system to um, weight. So you got your carbs and your fats. Your body is going to use those for um, different exercises, workout durations, all that sort of stuff. So your short, fast, hard workouts. 
Um, yeah, like I said, HIIT interval training is a good example, is gonna lose um, weight because it uses carbohydrates a little bit more, um, where your longer durations, maybe going for a longer walk, you know, yeah. power walk, that sort of stuff, longer weight sessions even, um, can use fat rather than the carbohydrates. And look, it's very hard because it is very individualized and that's why mm. we say you've got to work out what works for you, but they're the basic parameters of fat loss. So you can see a lot of people get that mixed up. Yeah. Go do the hard hit sessions thinking they're gonna lose size when they're just losing weight. Yeah. So what that means is you're losing muscle size, you know, at a certain point, your organs are going to get smaller. You're not holding as much water. Um, fluid retention's lower. So you're losing a lot of the things you need to function properly, but you're losing weight rather than losing size. Yeah. And I feel like you can definitely, or most people want to lose weight, right? Like I feel like everyone puts so much pressure on the scales and mm. they think that losing weight is them losing fat yep. i guess but then they look in the mirror and they're like well i look the same yeah you know and one thing i will put in there play the longer game um if you've been following for a while or you know what i've been doing especially if like i'll not you know go back a few years i've never really done a you know 12 week or a six mm -hmm. week fitness challenge because they are unsustainable yes you can lose weight in those weeks but there's a whole lot of research to show as soon as you're done you put that weight back on yeah so play the longer game do resistance training first then add in other things um just helps your body sort of get ready to burn fat i guess you could say rather than going straight for weight loss so burn a bit of fat then you can you know and then you actually lose weight and fat at the same time yeah. Play the longer game. Also, I feel like you talk a lot about resistance training mm. and how it is beneficial for weight loss. Yes. Do you want to touch on like how muscle, because muscle weighs more than fat, obviously. So I feel like sometimes when people are resistance training, they put muscle on and they panic because they've put weight on. Yes. Yeah. Good point. Good point. Um, and that's why I always say get rid of the scales and use a uh, tape measure. Yeah. It's better... On, you'll see better what is going on. So as you do resistance training, you're lifting weights, all that sort of stuff, your muscles get more dense. So your muscle fibers increase in the muscle, not necessarily get bigger, but they get denser, which means they hold, weigh, weigh more. They weigh more, yeah. basically. So although your muscle isn't bigger, it's denser and it's stronger, so it weighs more than your muscle did before. So your scales are gonna go up, but your body is actually using fat to um, grow those yeah, muscles yeah. essentially so you're going to look smaller but you're going to weigh more yeah so yeah it's crazy yeah um anything else i'll sort of just nah, <laughs> breeze over I there think, i think that's good that pretty much covers the basics yeah um but again it just comes down to understanding your own body this is very different for everybody yeah um could probably spend a whole hour explaining on different body types and all that sort of stuff but like i said if you play the long game Mm. it's more beneficial and you'll actually keep the weight off for, yeah. for the rest of your life rather than sort of adding it on, taking it off, adding it on, taking yeah. it off. Which can get become very disheartening, I guess. Yeah, and 100% and people just stop doing it because they don't get the results they want because yeah. they're not educated on it. Where if you take the time to learn about all this stuff and your body and how it affects your body, you're going to have better results yep. for longer. Yeah. All right.
enough talking about exercise, let's go into nutrition. Yeah, cool. So I guess basically to lose weight, fat, anything, you have to eat less than your ex- is that right? Yeah. Why, why are my words wrong? <laughs> um, so you basically have to eat less than... What am I trying to say? Your calorie. Yeah, but there's like a saying. Deficit. You have to expend more than you consume. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Okay. So, um, yeah, essentially you have to eat less and probably expend more calories, which doesn't have to be heat workouts. Like you said, it can be something like a walk because also like long duration walks equally as beneficial as like a hit session um so essentially for weight loss if you over consume food then your body is gonna you're gonna have more food in your stomach one which adds weight so if you're weighing yourself and you've just eaten like a meal obviously if the meal weighs 500 grams you're gonna add 500 grams to your body weight whereas i don't know if you're measuring your limbs and stuff like that it's not gonna eating a big meal isn't gonna instantly increase the size of your limbs so that's another thing why size good point measuring is better um so pretty much you need to be in a calorie deficit but in order to do that you have to know what foods have like what caloric value Mm -hmm. um the best way to do that is to count your calories unfortunately a lot of people hate it um i've had quite a few clients that have started resenting it immediately they're like nope i've tried it in the past i'm not going to do it but once they start it's actually they find they enjoy it because Mm. you learn stuff you have a lot more control and it's sort of like hard and fast learning so the more you learn with that then eventually you don't have to count your calories and you can maintain your weight or even still lose size i shouldn't say weight size yeah um or gain muscle as well counting calories can help you do the opposite um but yeah you just learn stuff about food like i feel like i did it for probably a solid year Mm. and now i don't i do now count my calories occasionally because we're in lockdown but um yeah yeah it just i don't know it just educates you it's literally education i think that's the most underrated thing that anybody can do for their long-term health because once you learn all the food and how much calories you're actually taking in through that food um you don't have to count anymore and that's sort of how you know healthy people stay healthy for the rest of their life because they just know. They just know what food is made of. Because they're putting that time to learn, mm. um, you know, it, it's, and it's, again, it's different for different people. It might take one person one month. It might take another person one year to learn. Yeah. It doesn't matter. But, you know, one year out of your whole life is worth learning and going through that pain. Yeah. So you can be healthier and look better and feel better for the rest of your life. Yeah. I guess for those that don't really get the concept of calories you can eat like say you're eating you feel like you're not eating much but you're not losing size or weight Mm. um the food that you are eating the little amount of food you are eating could be very calorie dense so you could be eating what's a calorie dense breakfast i don't know bacon and eggs um and say you have like one egg and two bits of bacon and you're like yeah i don't eat much and a piece of bread that's quite a high calorie meal whereas you could be having oats and like we struggle to eat enough oats to make my calorie intake for one meal Mm. so you just just learning allows you to make super easy swaps that make a heap of difference in trying to well not trying to actually achieving your goals yes um i see this very commonly with 
keto diet, people trying to oh, yeah. the keto diet. So a keto diet is high in fat, like you eat higher fat foods, but just eating the fo- high fat foods isn't enough. You still got to track your calories. So if it takes yeah. me three thousand calories to operate during the day, but I I'm eating so much fatty foods, it go I'm eating four thousand calories a day. I'm mm. one thousand calories over. So I'm going to be putting on more weight. And it's because it's fat, your body's going to store it and go sweet. Yeah. So no matter what diet or fad or whatever you're on, you've still got to sort of have an understanding of how many calories are going in because that's fuel for your body. Um, There's just no way of getting around. Calories, they're literally... Yeah. You just have to. It's not a matter of what diet. It's a matter of how many calories are going in and how many calories are going out. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Good point. Cool. The next thing uh, we wanted to talk about was sleep. Mm-hmm. We love sleep. Um, yeah, and and a lot of we talk about this almost every episode, but it's so important. Sleep is the governing thing for all this. Um, like I said, I think did I say it on a podcast or on our group call the other night? I don't know. I get the two very mixed up. Yeah. So in our group call, I think I, I, our client group calls, I said like there was a study done on sleep deprivation yeah yeah and after 14 days one of the groups who only had so nothing changed other than their sleep so they still had the same diet same exercise routine they just cut them down to five or six hours i cannot remember now and after 14 days all of them were pre-diabetic yeah that's right um so it's just crazy to see how much sleep like if you don't get enough sleep your body (laughs) Is just not going to do what it needs to to, you know, get rid of fat or even lose weight. Yeah. So not having enough sleep can actually stop you from getting your goals. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. I guess from a nutrition perspective, also when you aren't sleeping enough, you're obviously like more irritable, lethargic, and you tend to just want to eat more food. I don't know. There is like some sort of biological reason to why you just want to eat more food. So obviously if you're sleep deprived, then you're going to be snacking mm. more and then your calories are going to go up more. So, and you got less mental control over the food you're cho- choosing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you're just like, whatever, it doesn't matter. I'm just going to eat this cookie because I want this cookie and I deserve this cookie. You yeah. know what I mean? And I don't care who you are. You've probably had those nights where you haven't slept properly. You've yeah. woken up the next day and just eaten like shit. Yeah. And you just, cause you haven't got the, brain power to say no to those foods and go i'll just cook something healthy yeah and i yeah and i guess um like you're have like being very stressed also like affects your sleep a lot and obviously if you can't if you're stressed and you don't sleep as well and then when you're stressed your body isn't using the fuel you've given it's like it's going it's getting you ready to run from a tiger essentially Mm. i guess so you're not resting and digesting as much and then you're not sleeping as well which then leads to weight gain obviously um and we're not saying sleep either affects fat loss or weight loss it affects both yeah it is a governing factor for both of those goals so if you're trying to achieve either one and either one is fine but sleep is just going to be the governing factor of whether you achieve those goals or not yeah basically you have to help your body yep like do the things you want it to do you can't just be like i want to lose weight make me lose weight you have to implement all the things so that it can help you get to that goal Mm. cool cool 
the last point that you wanted to talk about was environment. Yep. Um, yeah. So, again, same thing. This isn't going to affect either fat, fat loss or weight loss. Um, it's going to affect both. It's another governing factor on whether you're going to achieve your goal or not. Yeah. Um, and your environment plays a big part of this. Um, so, you know, a packet of Tim Tams in the house, no matter what you're trying to do, fat or right. weight loss, it's going to affect both. So if you've got packets of Tim Tams or anything like that in the house and your environment is full of that at home, then you're more likely to eat that, which is going to affect your goals in the end. Yeah. So you've got to change the environment that you have control over. There's a few environments where you don't, like if work sometimes you don't have much control over it but at home you have a lot of control over it yeah 100 i feel like it's easy to say just don't have snacks in the house mm. but just don't like if you only have apples or whatever sometimes of an afternoon jack will ask me if i want an apple and i'm like i don't you know because mm. it's like whereas a tim tam everyone always wants a tim tam so you're going to eat always. it whether you're hungry or not whereas you don't really want an apple unless you're actually hungry yeah you know what i mean um, and also, we're not saying don't eat Tim Tams, but it's just like if you have them there, they're super indulgent. So you're just more likely to eat when you don't necessarily need food. Yep. And you, no one ever stops at one. Oh, how can you stop at one? And by the time you sort of stop, the whole packet's gone. And then next time you go to the shops, which is two days later, you get another packet because that packet's gone and the process just continues. Yeah. So just learn the habits of like that and swap them out for something healthier and then keep swapping it until you haven't got anything or it's fruit or vegetables. Yeah. Um, and, you know, setting time aside to actually work on your goals, as in setting time aside to exercise, meal plan, yep. and work on your sleep. Um, you can do all that from home. So you can work out home, you know, you can make your meal plans or prep food or think about what you can eat a little bit more deeply at home and obviously sleep you should be doing that at home anyway <laughs> um so your home is an environment where you can change a lot um where you know if you at work and you only got set times where you can eat or you know that sort of stuff and you haven't got access like you know a lot of tradies have set times where you have to eat at this time you haven't got access to you know a kitchen or anything like that yeah. so in those environments, you just got to do the best you can um, and work on that. It takes a lot longer to, you know, get better in those environments, but it's worth working on, like pre-making food and all that sort of stuff. So if yep. you're a trader, you don't go to the takeaway every single day. Get a pie every day. Um, yeah, and that sort of stuff. That is what I'm talking about, environment. Yeah. Mm. Cool. And probably just surround your people with surround yourself with people that are also trying to achieve the same goal it helps because you're all trying to do the same thing so you're all learning together you're trying different things that's sort of why we have our group um facebook group facebook group going so everybody can sort of communicate and this works for them but somebody else tried and doesn't work so it's just everybody's sort of learning together and it brings you up at the same time and helps you achieve your goals quicker yeah cool um, hopefully that helped. Um, I feel like there's a lot of good info in there. So if you need to, go back and listen to it again. If you've got any questions on any of the topics, please reach out. We will talk about it with you individually. You can just hit us up on social medias. Um, Jack underscore in situ body and... Mac full stop in situ health. 
<laughs> you can hit us up there or head over to our website where you can fill out your details and we can have a one-on-one with you and see go over your whole life and see what you can improve and all that sort of stuff super fun i swear and if you're just looking for some free resources to just give you a little help um also on the website a lot of free stuff over there that you can download and get into and help you on either of your goals that you're trying to achieve yeah cool cool awesome thank you everybody for tuning in again make sure you hit follow so you get friday's episode as well on spotify and we'll talk to you then bye